just a little reference to um, the first reading. I'm always fascinated that here's this promise that was so important to David. He's telling Solomon, remember the promise, remember the promise, and stay faithful because of the promise. And it barely lasted one generation. And the children of Solomon beginning, well, Solomon himself and his next of kin, they kept messing up. And the kingdom was divided in less than a generation. And then one exile, then a second exile to Babylon. And then, like, there's no heir to David. There's no king of David for, like, centuries. And yet they kept passing on the story. They kept passing it on. For literally hundreds of years, they kept telling the story. One day it's going to be fulfilled. One day it's going to be fulfilled. This has been promised to us. This is fascinating for me that they, they just, the, the Hebrews, the Jews, our, brothers, our older brothers and sisters in the faith knew their mission to pass on the story, to tell of the promises until Jesus came and the promises have been fulfilled in him. The gospel, and I hope we post something, but the, the chosen, season three, episode two and three, just nailed this, I think. The scene of the 12 apostles sitting with the Lord and he calls the 12 to himself because the 12, there was something really important about the 12. Which, as Matthew explains to James, it means sent. And James is like, I know what it means. Sent. The ones sent. Wait, you're sending us? Why are you sending us? We like to stay with you. Why, why don't we all go together? Why are you sending us? Why aren't you coming with us? What are we supposed to say? What do you mean heal the sick? I've never healed the sick before. You do that. I can't do that. What do you mean cast out demons? No thanks. I'm not into exorcisms. That's your job. And just the shock of the apostles, the struggle of the apostles, the doubts of the apostles. Every doubt, every criticism of the possibility that Jesus would have given authority to the church, that Jesus would establish the priesthood, was asked and offered by the first ones. First. Every doubt was about the church was asked by the church. Every criticism that, why do you have to go to a priest, was asked by the first priests. Why would you do it this way? And yet for that now, for 2,024 years, we've been faithful to his word. Faithful to the, the, the deeds he did. And he confirmed it. Our Lord confirmed it. First in his own words when he told them to do these things. Then in their own deeds when they actually did heal the sick, forgive sins, cast out demons, preach the kingdom of heaven. And then confirmed in scriptures because the whole Acts of the Apostles and the entire New Testament is the authority of the church presenting the authority of Jesus Christ to teach, to correct, to heal, to call out, and to navigate through some difficult waters of extremes on both sides so that we today receive the fullness of the truth, the message of the kingdom, the healing power of God, and his authority over sin, over the devil, over truth itself. The world today struggles with that authority that continues in our presence, like we talked about this past weekend. But it's been given. And we respect what our Lord did. And He didn't just do it for the 12, for this, just this one time, guys. You're just going to have my authority for this one trip. Have fun. When you come back, I'll never do that again. This was a preparation for what actually came after His resurrection and His ascension into heaven. He sent them out for good. 
and they knew he was with them. And they had experienced it before, and they were all the more confident, especially with the sending of the Holy Spirit. So we simply ask the Holy Spirit to enkindle in our own hearts that awareness of who we are, that awareness of what it is to belong to the church, to represent the church, and how we are called to defend the church. Not because this, the members of the church are perfect, because we're not. Not because priests themselves never make mistakes, because they do. But when it comes to faith and morals, when it comes to the forgiveness of sins, and the pathway that leads to healing, to happiness, to joy, to the joys of heaven, we know we have been given that way, that truth, that life. And we stand for it proudly, humbly in ourselves, but proud of what it is. Amen? Jesus, Mary, and Joseph.